Hear now the words of the witches. The secrets we hid in the 90s and aughts. Vintage TV is invoked here. The great work of magic is sought. Bring us your powers, you sisters three. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing witchcraft? No, bitch, it's a podcast about charm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Yujun Zulu. Hello, I'm Nick Probst. And this is... The Podcast of Shadows. All right. Hello. Okie Hello, hello. Oh my god, I'm really excited about this episode. Like, well, actually, no, I was triggered. I don't know. I'm both. Definitely both. Uh, it's a scary, scary episode. Yeah, I mean, I felt very uncomfortable mm-hmm. during a lot of the moments, like, from the beginning, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it... it... So much of this episode is what's gross about men anyway, Mm. but it's, I don't know, even if we're calling out like the grossness of that, Mm -hmm. it's still scary to watch and look at. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I just want to give a trigger warning to this episode because like, guys, it was, it was dark, Mm -hmm. Um, but then also really light. Like there's like. The, there's the the sexy thing and then the dark thing. So mm-hmm. I guess they tried to like counteract it. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll get into it in the podcast. But um, this is going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, mm-hmm. be excited, be thrilled, <laughs> um, edgier seat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's edgier seat at your therapist's office. I don't know. Very, very that, very that. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying out that new that new slang. Have you heard very that? Very that? No, I haven't yet. Yeah, it's it's everywhere right now. Oh, okay, for gay people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I've been trying to like interwork it into my lingo, but it just doesn't happen naturally. So it's kind of like on fleek. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to try it a couple times, and then you're like, oh, that's sure. a, it's very that moment to use that anyway Mm, mm, okay yeah that didn't work either but (laughs) (laughs) all right so um we'll just we'll we'll get into it and uh catch you on the flip side listeners woof welcome to the dreamscape (laughs) all right um the dream oh is that what it is that what it's was that the what the experiment was called uh dream dream sorcerer is the name of the episode but the experiment oh that that they do in it Mm -hmm. unclear okay unclear yeah that's my that's my personal slang (laughs) um i just love i'm a big fan of using one word when you could use many because it's more powerful. Mm-hmm. So um, a thing that uh, me and my bestie do um, is that like when something is just not like we just, it's like, it's kind of shady or something's not right or anything's going wrong, but we like don't want to explain, but like, there's a lot to explain. We'll be like, mm, unclear. <laughs> and it, it just, it lands. So it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. It, it puts a pin in it for later. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, uh, this, that's, that's kind of like how I feel about this episode. Very unclear. Yeah. It's, uh, it's spooky, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, parts of it are, yeah, a little confusing. I mean, but in the way that a predator like this would be confusing. I think that the thing about this episode, uh, hello, everybody. Thank you for listening, by the way. Hello, hello. Um, but um, the thing that's really weird about this episode is it's called Dream Sorcerer, right? Mm-hmm. So you think like sweet dreams, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's like like Predator. 
Yeah, it's not it's not Mr. Sandman bring me a dream. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not. It's a lot more like uh like Freddy Krueger. Um Is that the guy from Nightmare on Elm Street? From from Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's this is he is attacking people in their sleep. Mm-hmm. And if you die in your sleep, you die for real. Oh yeah. And he's, he's targeting specifically women who've turned him down, which is, you know, just a little bit of toxic masculinity icing on the cake. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I think we need to make a pledge that our next guest is going to be female. Because uh, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I need I need some ovaries in this situation. Like, this was, this was rough. Like, mm-hmm. no means no. And I felt, that's what I felt, like, at the very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Because... They started out like going in hot with like just terrible toxic masculinity. Like mm-hmm. the guys, um, I think Alyssa Milano walks in looking gorgeous, spaghetti mm-hmm. strap top, hair's hair's dead, mm-hmm. makeup's right. She walks in, and the guys like, "Did it hurt when you fell from heaven?" I was like, "People, <sighs> this was actually like in a script on TV." Like I made fun of this line as a child. <laughs> Oh, no. And he says the other thing that's like extra problematic and like xenophobic and Islamophobic and stuff, stuff like that. Uh, baby, are you a terrorist? Because you're the, are your parents terrorists? Because you're a, the bomb. Oh, my God. I did uh, not pick that up. Ouch. Gross, 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 mm-hmm. gross, gross, gross. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's just them hitting on her as she walks through the bar, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's like they're setting up what the episode's going to be about, but that's still like, is a regular occurrence women deal with every day. I know, and I feel really bad because, I mean, women talk about this all the time. I mm-hmm. remember having this, like, very serious conversation with a woman about how um, some guy was catcalling her on the subway in New York City, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend was like, you're drawing attention to yourself. She's like, <sighs> I was like... Number one, that's rude. <sighs> Second of all, like, how dare you as the person that's dating this woman? Mm-hmm. And then her response was, she's like, look, it's not my fault that I have double D breasts. Like, you don't know what it's like being me and mm-hmm. you. And obviously he was drunk and obviously he's a terrible human being. Um, mm-hmm. Or he was not terrible human being all the time, but he was being a terrible human being at that moment. Right. Um, choices, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, Basically, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, just for her to even say, like, like he has no idea what I go through. Right, right, right. On a daily basis or weekly basis. And I was like, you know what? I don't. I really mm-hmm. don't. As a guy, yeah. like, I don't. And as a gay man, like, if I get catcalled, I kind of like it, which is terrible to say. Right. I mean, but that's our privilege. Yeah. I mean, we have to acknowledge that that's a privileged position for us to take because we can like the attention because we're in less danger than a woman is going to be in. Exactly. And that's why I feel like things like this are really problematic where like, you know, these women are just being assaulted by men. I mean, that's not (laughs) even like how you should talk to someone at a bar, like pickup lines. Like once we define what a pickup line was, you could never use them again. Right. Right. Because like, how is that supposed to work? That's gross. I, yeah, it's it's disgusting. So we <laughs> we started the episode by being thoroughly disgusted. Yes. In mm-hmm. a minute, like a minute. Mm-hmm. It was weird. That's right. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> And and then we very quickly get into I mean because we see that woman who ends up with that guy. Or well, she she falls asleep later. Yeah, I mean phrasing. She doesn't end up with him. He is a predator. Yeah, she doesn't end up with him. 
he seeks her out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh God, definitely not that. Okay, but it's even more troubling before that because, so, oh, yeah. all three of them are at the restaurant, right? Mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah, so they're ch- they're chit-chatting away. Uh, Piper is uh, drinking in the restaurant with her sisters, which actually doesn't happen. I work in a restaurant, as I've said before. <laughs> Our managers don't just, like, have drinks on the regs with their, you know, people. Um, no. Um, that's, like, a rare thing. Or it's, like, it's a scheduled thing. You know that they're coming in. They get nice service. It's, you, you can't just, like, sit and drink unless it's, like, a different type of situation. But it's, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. Um, anyways, they're sitting there. All together, a waitress comes over and she's like, um, you know, the gentleman over there bought you this drink. And he wanted to see if you'd right. like to have, I guess, drink it with him. Right? And, you know, Prue, mm-hmm. very politely, as, you know, I think is within her power, says, thank you, I'm very flattered, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing someone else. Mm-hmm. Normal response. Yeah, and you, you look over, he looks like, okay, attractive. You know, he's sitting down. Right. No reason not to have a drink with him, but she says, I'm, you know, thank you, but no, right? Mm-hmm. She goes over, I mean, the, the waitress goes back, tells the guy this, like almost verbatim, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> right, like right out the gate, like, okay, fuck you. Yeah. Like, people can say, like, no means no, and uh, it should be okay. Like, this is the moral of this yeah. episode. Right, right, that like, it's it's fine. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people don't need to like you. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've I've kind of like personally tried to have this mantra where it's like, if you don't like me, go away. Don't come near me. Don't don't entertain it. Right. Don't lead me on. Just like move on with your life, and I will move on with mine. Right. Like, don't take it personally. It just is or it isn't. It's not happening. Move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I mean, I may take it a little personally, but I don't want to <laughs> share that with you. I want to share that with my best friends and like someone else. I don't need right, to right, right. like engage with you further. Right. Um. And then, I mean, he's 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 like desperate because he's like, oh well, okay. If she won't have, oh by the way, he buys her a Chardonnay, which I thought was actually like a little cheesy too. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> all women like Chardonnay, right? Maybe she wanted like, a whiskey on the rocks, huh? You don't know. Yeah, exactly. Although I don't remember what Prue was drinking, but still, <laughs> I think it was rude. And then he, he's like, then he hits on the waitress with the same thing. He's like, would you like to grab a drink with me as right. he moves his wheelchair? Right. And then we're like, kind of like this, this also made me cringe. Cause I was like, just cause he's in a wheelchair doesn't mean that like, she wouldn't have a drink with him, mm-hmm. but like it, they play it so that it's definitely like, oh, she didn't realize he was in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and then she sees it and she cringes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's so muddy because it's like, who are you trying to make the asshole here? Because he's being gross by immediately hitting on the next person after he's denied. Mm -hmm. But then you make her an asshole because, oh God, wheelchair. I can't live my life that way. I mean, come on. It's it's just kind of all gross. I know it's really gross. And I I love how you bring up that point. Like it's not, it's not that bad that he hit on the wait the waitress. Like, I'm not that you. I mean, as a server, I actually don't really like being hit on that much, unless you're mm-hmm. like really cute and attractive, and we hit oh, it off. But I'm usually so mm-hmm. busy that like I can't pay attention to that. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, but like, um, he um, he immediately hits on the the waitress. Why would she want to hit on you if you just hit on someone else? Mm-hmm. When I used to watch um, Millionaire Matchmaker. She always said that if a guy turns you down initially to hit on someone else, 
do not talk to him mm-hmm. because you want him to be the, you want the man that hits on you first when you walk into the room, not your friend. Yeah. 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 yeah so he's gross. He's a gross man. Mm-hmm. It, and also like gender aside, he's a gross person. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's weird what he's trying to play mm-hmm. because uh, are we supposed to then feel bad for him for being in the wheelchair? Cause like, I don't know what they're trying to excuse, what they're trying to say about that. I mean, it just sets him up for later, mm-hmm. but it's, it's unclear. <laughs> yeah. Very unclear. Um, oh, 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 wow. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> see, it works really well. It does. I like that. Yeah. It's going to be famous and I'm going to um, try and patent it. <laughs> or maybe Cardi B will try and steal it from me. Like she's stealing everything from the gays. Unclear. i can't roll my eyes very well but (laughs) yeah no um very that (laughs) um so that happens then there's like a super long intro have you noticed this charmed this was in a this is a moment in television where the credits were like something that people would labor over Mm -hmm. so they have like all these montages of san francisco to kind of dumb it down for you like we are in san francisco even though we're filming in la right right right. um and so we have like almost like a 35 second aerial shot credit yeah yeah i mean it takes a while like sometimes i get bored while watching it Mm -hmm. oh i skip past it (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, we were like thrust with that. But then finally, um, we have a moment that shows a little bit of like, I don't know, Hope for Charmed is a series that lifts up women having their own prerogative, right? Mm -hmm. Um, they have that like conversation where Pooh tells her sisters, like, I mean, obviously they, they set it up really well. Like Piper's doing an exercise video and, um, it's like, this like ridiculous thing where um it's like basically doing like a Denise Richards or I, I think Tracy Austin's another one. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Classic, like at home workout video. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's not working. I've been doing this workout for like two months and like, I don't feel any sexier and she's the most desired woman in America. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Prue's like, well, you didn't read the fine print. Like, clearly she has, like, a lot of money behind her, and that's what's making mm-hmm. her look so good. I'm like, oh, you forgot the, about the plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> which is very true. Um, and then and then she's like, we have to stop thinking about what men want, and we have to start thinking about what we want. And I was just like, thank uh-huh. God for yes, this moment. Yes, charmed. Thank you. I was like, oh. Glad she said that. Yeah, right? I mean, it's just like, I, and I think this is a lesson to everyone. Think about what you want because you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, like, why cater to what men want, period? I mean, if women are classically seen as the prize, you know, then you're what men are after. So you get to be picky. Ooh. I, I, feel, I feel good hearing that. That's just as a human being. <laughs> yeah, you're, the, you're what they want. So that means you have the power. Oh, everyone, please. Everyone. Like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, take that to heart. You're what they're after. Mm-hmm. You get to say what you want. Exactly. Um, but then, well, no, actually not, but then. And then we do hear mm-hmm. a diversity of points of view from each of the sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Prue's considering taking Andy more seriously, which is nice. Good. Um 
Piper declares that she wants romance. Roses, mm-hmm. everything. She wants to be she loves love. Yeah. She loves love. And then Phoebe says, tons of fun, no strings. Yeah. Which is valid, too. It's what you want, girl. Yes. And here's here's like a mature moment from Charmed because she's not made to feel bad about it. Yes. Like how Piper did to... Um, uh, her other sister, Prue. Right, with like um, the low-key slut-shaming. But this is this is like a really refreshing scene because it's like all three of us want something different and we're all cool with it. Nobody's making fun of anybody for it. Mm-hmm. And they like really have moved past that moment, which I'm <laughs> so glad about. Um, oh, also what's really cool is... Um, um, <laughs> um, so they, they, they decide that they're like, you know... They're, they're each going to go for what they want. Alyssa mm-hmm. Milano um, is just such a troublemaker. Oh, wait, wait. We mm-hmm. forgot about the earlier part where, like, they, like, they hit on her. And she's like, don't tell my sisters, but I'm I'm a witch. Right, because the guy calls her an angel. Yeah. And they keep doing those, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, little moments of, like, where Phoebe is very, like, multiple times now in different episodes, she's always mentioning that are like magic or hinting at it or saying she's a witch, hinting at it. And it's like, you're being careless. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to find you out. Yeah. But these moments are like, they're kind of awesome. Like I think, yeah, they're cute. I mean, we, we were talking about it the other day where I was saying like, look, you know, sometimes these demons are like a little extra and like all of these like crazy, terrible moments that are like really sexist and awful are terrible. And you know, what they could do is just do funny magic stuff. Um, and this is an yeah. episode full of funny magic stuff while there's like a terrible stalker that is doing like traumatizing things on television. <laughs> um, because like, you know, Phoebe decides that they're like, oh, we're just going to like play around with our magic to test this like love spell. Um, mm-hmm. And it ends up being like a really fun episode until it becomes like kind of stalkerish. But um, right. just seeing them sit around the cauldron and like cast a spell and Phoebe's like talking about how, um, you know, she wants, she wants her man to be well endowed. And it's just like, it's really, right. it's, it's cute. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, it was. And that, that was like definitely a welcome lighter part of the episode. Cause they're like early days of charmed where it's going to be fun. Like let's make boyfriends. <laughs> like, it was it was cute. It was fun. I, I enjoyed that because it, it was like joyful and they were being like fun little girls for a minute. Yeah. I think, I mean, but it's just part of the fun of the show. Yeah. So while Phoebe and Piper decide to take matters into their own hands, inspired by their mm-hmm. sisters going after they what they want. So they cast a spell to like bring love to them. Right. Yeah. Um, with no personal gain consequences, seemingly. Um, and then in the meantime, that poor waitress who said no to the guy in the wheelchair is murdered. Uh, yeah. It's originally like, he's really trying to sell it to her in the dream because he's, Mm -hmm. what he does is that he joins people in their dreams and then manipulates the situation and like takes control of other people's dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. So it starts out like almost romantic because she's like in a relaxing bathtub and, or uh, I don't know, wait, maybe that's not that part, but. Oh no, no, the bathtub is Prue. That's Prue, right. He, so she's like in a ballroom. Yeah. They're like, he, she wakes up, she's in a, she's in a ball gown. Yes. And they're 
and it seems like a nice, or like it's a dreamy kind of place. Mm-hmm. And he's in a suit, and he seems like the lover. And it seems like they're going to have like a a Fred Astaire's Ginger Rogers moment. Right. He's definitely trying to lean it toward that way, mm-hmm. but he's still so upset about being turned down. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because he immediately turns it into this really scary place. And he mentions, you know, the classic Freddy Krueger rules of if you die in your dream, you die for real. So Mm -hmm. it's not, I mean, it's already scary and bad enough that he is making this happen to her, that it's like, I'm taking control of this. I'm forcing you into a romantic situation Mm -hmm. that I then force into a violent situation. Oh God. And I kill you. (laughs) I mean, it's very scary. And I actually feel like, so I'm really sensitive to like um, traumatic moments. Maybe it's because I'm an mm-hmm. actor. Maybe it's just the way I, maybe I'm like not an empath, but like, I feel like I'm an empathic person. So I feel a lot of people's pain. And I felt like this was very scary. Like I never want to be in a situation where some person is just like, I'm not in control and mm-hmm. like, I can't get away from someone. Like that to me is like the height of, if, if, if yeah. you ever do that, like we're never speaking yeah. again or I, I will press charges. Um, so it was just, it was very scary to watch. Like I was like, Oof. oh my God. And then, so, you know, this woman is powerless in the dream. She can't get away from it. She uh-huh. pleads for her life and then he kills her anyway. It's just like, it's not fair. Oh God! No, she was she was never gonna win in that situation, and that is, yeah, the most like in the in the episode and just culturally the most terrifying thing about yeah. it is that like she was never in a good situation, and it just highlights. Thankfully, even back then, in you know late nineties, and of course it's always been a problem, but it at least had that presented so long ago that like this is what women are so afraid of. You don't want to entertain him because you're not his plaything. But also if you say no, you could become a target. I know. That's terrifying. But I, I don't think that you could put this on television nowadays. Oh no, not in this way. It's too terrifying. It's too terrifying. It's too, it, it sends a message that like this could happen, you know, like it, like it should, you can't like, I mean, things like this are very influential. So like, I just don't think that you could do this nowadays. I think that hopefully as a culture, we've like grown and like we're creating a safer Mm -hmm. space and like the whole conversation would not Mm -mm. go down that way. The no would have happened sooner. Yeah. If if it were presented now or like if say a very similar storyline happened, maybe in the new Charmed uh, series or something, Mm -hmm. I think it would definitely be updated to the point where you would see the women win in the situation mm-hmm. more or sooner mm-hmm. just because it's, it's just too painful to watch him win like this. Yeah. And be like way more aware of what's going on. Be like, you are a psychopath. Get away from me. Yeah. They'd call it out. Yeah. Yeah. They'd call it out a lot easier. Yeah. Um, anyway. So the poor waitress is murdered. Andy Trudeau and his partner are like super confused. They're like, how did this woman, why does this woman seem like she fell off like a 20 story building, but she was like locked in her room and asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is wild. And this is an interesting episode because Daryl doubts Andy, but then Andy kind of proves his point. And Daryl says, I'm never going to doubt you again. But he's still, the, his like role is to be like, Andrew, Andy, like, uh-huh. this isn't like kooky magical stuff. <laughs> like, clearly, Andy's right in this. <laughs> anyway. 
anyway, so um, so Daryl and them are like investigating the case. They're like, how did what? Like, how did this happen to this woman? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird that this happened. They find out that there's like there's been a series of murders like this, and all of them were locked in their room. And they even like can trace it like to the first victim, because mm-hmm. um, there've been like three women that have been murdered in this way. And the first victim was dating this guy, and they find out that he's in a wheelchair. So they're like, "Oh, of course he, he couldn't be, he couldn't kill them because he's in a wheelchair." Right, throw them on, throwing them off the scent. Um, but what's funny is that like apparently they're doing research about being able to put yourself into someone else's dream, and. Andy is very easily able to come up with like the information about the experiment, which I think is shocking because <laughs> this could be like the most ultimate ultimate type of warfare. If you can put yourself into someone else's dream, oh yeah, like you could take out any terrorist. Do you know what I mean? Like right, you can influence people's like thoughts and ideas and feelings. You know what? This episode probably was the inspiration for Inception, the movie. Oh, really? So, like, Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> was the inspiration for, for like, this, this episode. And then Inception was... <laughs> Inspired by Charmed. Yes. I believe it. We're going to say it's true, allegedly, mm-hmm. but, yeah. And we're, we're going to file a lawsuit and get rich. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it wasn't our idea and we weren't involved in it. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I believe it because, literally, this... Like this technology, it, it could not be public knowledge. Someone would steal it. The wrong, you have to get in the wrong hands. Like that's, it's crazy that this, that, that, that would be so easy to find out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, back to the stock, back to the stalking. <laughs> so they, they figure out that like this guy may be involved, but they're like, no, it can't be him. And then another creepy thing happened. So the charmed ones are back at the manor. They're hanging out. They've cast the spell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we, we haven't gotten the full information yet. And then the guy calls the house. Right, which is incredibly creepy and bad. Mm-hmm. And and he never answers. She says, how did you get this number? And he never answers. So we actually never know. Yeah, but also it's it's just, it's wrong. Because that means that not only did he buy her a drink, but he was able to find out her name her phone mm-hmm. number, which I, I I assume you'd need her, your address for. And he just saw her in the bar once. Yeah. So he's absolutely messed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like call the police and like, there is a problem here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and it's, and like, again, I feel like this is another moment in the episode where I'm like, you can't put this on TV. Like, this is crazy. Like, like if someone says no to you in a bar, do not get their phone number. Do not call them. It is wrong. Like, this is like an invasion of privacy. You can't do this. Like, this is not the world that we live in or we want to live mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And then, um, so Prue rejects him again on the phone, which as she should always mm-hmm. say no to anyone that's creepy. Right. And then he attacks her in the bathtub. This is when the bathtub happens. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, she falls asleep in the tub, you know, uh, what a grave sin. And then he just finds her there. He's able to find her, I guess, through the dreamscape mm-hmm. and tries to drown her in her sleep, which is yeah. terrifying as well. Ugh. And he scratches her back, which is gross. With a sponge. So you, How- you've got to be really strong. Or, mm-hmm. or or the devil, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate to laugh about this, but, like, it doesn't make any sense. He's literally sponging her back and scratches her at the same time through the yes. sponge. Somehow. I, it's dream magic. I don't know. I don't know. 
that. I mean that, but like the the idea behind the dream was that like in the dream, like if you touch them, it's real, right? But mm-hmm. like, what did he use to scratch her back? I don't know. It just was very strange. But fortunately, she wakes up. Thank God. Um, mm-hmm. And and here's the thing. This is why it's good to live with people because when you live alone, you don't know if if you're attacked, no one hears you. Right. But if you're attacked in your ba- in your bathtub by a dream sorcerer, at least your sister will wake you up. Yes. Yes. Thank goodness. I mean, I'm glad there was some splashing and sloshing. That's the one thing that saved her. Hmm. Um, so that was, again, a trigger moment, traumatizing. Mm-hmm. I was scared for my life. Um, but then it's lightened. Thank God. I, I think this is why they made such like a fun thing for the other sisters, just so that like, you know, we could have a little, you know, levity to this mm-hmm. dark episode. Definitely needs it. Because, yeah, because literally um, Prue tells her sister and is not listened to at all by Piper. Piper's like, I think you're being crazy. Like, there's no way that... She's like, you just had a bad dream. And she's like, I had scratches on my back. And they're like, but they're gone now. And it's like... Piper says to her, I I believe you think you saw scratches on your back. And it's like, pull your shirt down right now and show her. Just show her. And and it is a little troubling that Piper doesn't believe her because she just says like, well, you're probably just tired. You're having your third cup of coffee. And it's like, we're witches now. Demons and magic are everywhere. Maybe it's real. Yeah, I'd be a lot more suspect at this point. I'd be like, wait, you saw what? Yeah. Okay, let's check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with everything that's happened, like... There is, there can be something crazy going on. Just believe your sister. <laughs> yeah, and also believe people when mm-hmm. they say that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like believe them. Check it out. Look into it. Take care of your fellow human beings and believe your family. Just yeah. like, ugh, gross. Um, but then, okay. So to move on to something lighter, because I just need to be lifted up. Phoebe comes in and and says that she had the you know basically some of the best sex of her life <laughs> um, with a man that she just met because of the love spell and she's like don't worry we had safe sex a lot of safe sex <laughs> well good <laughs> yeah no repercussions just Phoebe doing what she wants as she wants to do it and I love that because Piper doesn't say anything. Uh-huh. Maybe the shame is over. Thank God. Because mm-hmm. um, you know what? I just want people to be able to live their lives as they want to. That's right. You know, just that's it. That's a small request mm-hmm. in life. Um, anyway, so the spell works, which is great. But then it seems to be getting a little out of hand because everyone's kind of hitting on the two sisters now. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. When Piper goes to the bar and she's really hit- hitting it off with one guy trying to make herself sound so gross, but he's so into it. And then she realizes she looks around the room a little bit and every single guy she makes eye contact with does like a a little nod, a tip of the drink. Some guy mm-hmm. is trying to hand her a white rose. It's a lot. And white means friendship, right? So that's like the wrong rose. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I guess a rose is a rose, but like get it right, guys. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, but the spell doesn't work. I think it just what what's kind of a letdown is Phoebe specifically says that she wants like a like a motorcycle riding guy who like recycles and blah blah blah, and she finds him right, and then um, 
Piper says that she wants romance, which she does find. But that doesn't explain why everyone else is still into them. Like, you know, like, they can't... Like, those two guys are so different, so it doesn't make sense as to why, like, every man is now trying to be into them. Like, I think it... It would make more sense if, like, every bike rider started to find Phoebe and then, like, every man with, like, a good job started to hit on Piper. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it just the clientele that's at Quake? Or if she went every- anywhere, mm. would it be every man who's, like, falling for her? Who knows? Yeah, and I guess that's really funny. It's like, what what type of place is Quake, really? It's like, there's a famous chef that works there. It's clearly also a bar. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it also like looks like an olive garden. So. <laughs> it does. It looks exactly <laughs> like an olive garden. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I think I think they were just like uh, restaurant set. Mm, this looks right. Yeah, just it's not fancy enough to do all of the things yeah. that it does because people really hang out there like all night long at the bar. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be a really hot happening place, but it like, it, it, it is never slow there mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Never. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So all of these things are happening. They're being wined and dined, but you know what? I think it's really funny that Piper's the one that figures it out. Like it seems like mm-hmm. she's like innocently sharing like you know, embarrassing things about her. And then she's like, this is just, this is just wrong for any man to think that it's cute that I have hives when I get scared. (laughs) It's just wrong. Like he likes me too much. I mean, I feel like I'd be really dumb about this. Like, I'd be like, Oh my God, finally someone that doesn't think I'm awkward. This is great. (laughs) Like live in Lapalachi for like two weeks, have the best sex of my life. And they'd be like, wait a minute, maybe something's wrong. Yeah, I'd like write it out a little bit more than Piper did, because <laughs> she immediately is, immediately is like, "Oh, this magic thing? No, this is too much. Too many men want me." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> girl, use that for a little while." Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how to say this, but like, I don't like the I don't like the idea that like, oh, on the first couple of dates, like he has to at least not like something that you like, or you know what I mean, like. He has to at least not like something that you like. Cause it, as if like people, when they first get to know each other, don't just kind of like mm-hmm. smooth that over. Right. Right. I mean, you're going to have some differences. It's about being a real person. If somebody is just agreeing with you or is into every single thing. I mean, that's a little suspect to me. Oh, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm like trying to say that like oh, in oh, the oh. first couple of dates, like people flat out lie. They're like, Oh, interesting. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because they're too willing to be like, I really want this person to like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want this to be agreeable. I want this to go well. So I will, I will hide things. I will lie. Yeah, I think, I think straight up in the first couple of dates, you know, if something upsetting happens, you just kind of change the subject and be like, oh, cool, that's so cool. <laughs> just moving on. You know, are we going home together? Well, I mean, that's in my mind, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm, just, I'm a, I'm a free spirit like Phoebe. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. And so, I mean, basically the whole episode is going back and forth between like these guys that are in love with the sisters and then this Mm -hmm. terrible um, predator that's after Prue. And it's just awful. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty harsh difference (laughs) as to the experiences they're having, at least in the initial 
stages of the spell because mm-hmm. they're getting all the benefits of like flirting or a lot of sex mm-hmm. and then Prue is being viciously hunted by a sexual dream predator mm-hmm. so that's not good I know but what's nice is that um, <clears throat> once it happens a second time Piper actually believes mm-hmm. her sister yeah and um you know, Andy, I, I think it's good that she actually believes the sister because then she starts looking it up in the Book of Shadows and mm-hmm. um, they're trying to figure out a solution for her for her sister. Um, so I do think that, like, they do redeem themselves in that moment. But then the guys that fall in love with... Oh, but sorry, there's a funny moment before this. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently <laughs> the spell also affected the cat because... <laughs> you know, there's that moment where they're like, they were like, they've realized that like the spell's gotten out of hand because, um, you know, Piper's unsatisfied with the man that likes her too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoebe is just like, I'm so bored with that guy because he just like wouldn't leave me alone. He kept on wanting to cuddle. I wanted a strong man that like basically wouldn't pay a lot of attention to me and just have a lot of, mm-hmm. I don't know, like she wanted, she wants some like man that's like very hard to get to know like wants it's anyway i don't i, I can't describe <laughs> it but she wanted like this like biker type who's kind of mysterious so when he had when he's like wants to be near her too much she feels smothered and i'm like that is so unfair right. how are men supposed to be these like dark brooding people that like you can't get to know and like maybe scare you sometimes <laughs> but like if they're tender it's like oh go away Right. I mean, I don't get that either because like people are never just one thing. I mean, you can't just live inside of a Lana Del Rey song where he's just bad to you and distant and then he goes to jail, but you still love him. (laughs) I mean, that that just doesn't make sense. So what Phoebe wants is a little unobtainable. And I mean, and as we see, it doesn't really last that way for long. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, word to the wise, you know, guys can be tender and loving too. Like we do want to cuddle. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, at least gay guys do. No, no, straight guys yeah. do. Um, no, no, but stra- I mean, guys do want to cuddle and they do have tender feelings. Um, so mm-hmm. allow them to have that. But then, but then it quickly goes south because he, um, well, no, but we forgot about the cat. <laughs> so they're sitting there in the, in the kitchen. They've been sent like hundreds of flowers. Like this is insane from strangers that they've barely met who also are easily able to find their address, which is also scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, literally there are cats scratching the window (laughs) 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 trying to hook up with their cat (laughs) (laughs) who I don't think participated in the spell. So I'm literally confused. And also like, the cat's probably spayed, so like all them tomcats are gonna be so upset. I know. And do they still want to have sex after they're spayed? I feel like no. it's not the case. Well, cats would just want to make yeah. more kittens. I, you know, I don't know. I can't speak for them. Any vets who are listening, feel free to DM us. <laughs> Our uh, we have an Instagram. It's called Podcast of Shadows <laughs> on Instagram. Very easy to find. Um, I post photos there all the time. Um, Anyway, so that's just a word to the wise. Um, anyway, so, so then anyway, so clearly the liking's out of hand. Um, the hot biker guy quickly um, quickly becomes like crazy stalker guy who needs to be restrained. Mm-hmm. Screaming at her in a 
in a gross morphing of the love he felt for her. It, I mean, it became obsession and then rage, and that's not okay. I know, and I I just feel like words to the wise again. Like, please, like, just because you like someone and you like feel strong emotions, like, don't get mad at them because you like them. Like, that's on you. Yeah, that's that's a a really weird perverse way to have feelings. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, we know that it like magic is the excuse, but like in real life, not an excuse. Mm-hmm. If you have those feelings, I mean, there's like talk space now and I'm a better help. Those are online mental health things. There are mental health professionals everywhere. Mm-hmm. Get the help you need. Yeah. Seek it out. Seek it out, baby, because then you'll be more successful in love afterward. I promise. Exactly. Um, so I know that that scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway. um, so, oh, but this happens while they're talking to Prue on the phone, trying to keep her awake as she's driving home because uh, she just got attacked by the, by the killer, mm-hmm. the dream sorcerer. This is too scary, uh, because a lot of people who've driven in the past or driven for a lot of their lives, I'm sure know what it's like to be sleepy at the wheel. And it is a terrifying feeling. And then we get another scary moment where we watch it happen to prove this is really traumatizing because this has happened to me like i think one of my well not one of my <laughs> i was in a I was in a car accident and it was because i was on spring break i was super tired um oh, that's mm. not incriminating well no it was a car, <laughs> I, well no there's no crime committed i was in spring break i'd you know been really busy i was driving in traffic by myself um, on a highway and I was super tired and I think I was like a little like I was drowsy mm-hmm. and I probably didn't notice that the car in front of me like had stopped moving and so I bumped into them um, no one was killed no one was hurt so it wasn't a crime and I was tired so it's not illegal to drive when you're mm-hmm. tired but you can crash your car if you are sleepy <sighs> yeah it's I mean it's it's terrifying because you'll nod off and then bam and we see exactly that happen to Prue. Well, I mean, it's not the same thing because if that ever happens to most people, they're probably not being attacked by someone. The killer. In their sleep. <laughs> um, anyway, so as we've said, Prue's being attacked mm-hmm. in a car by a killer. <laughs> and I don't know why that's funny, but I guess it is at this point. Um but um so the killer's trying to kill her in the car. She's on the phone. He makes her crash the car, yeah. which is very scary. Uh, and she's trying not to fall asleep, but then she ends up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then he continues to pursue her mm-hmm. in the hospital. Like it's Exactly. It's like it's like it, a it's a lifetime movie, basically, at this point. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he is up there amongst the most dangerous predators I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Somebody who just can't stop, won't stop, not only approached her during waking time, but is now endlessly pursuing her in her dreams. So even when she's in the hospital, you know, she's being treated, he finds her there, starts to attack her, mm-hmm. and then it becomes her fighting this in the dream world mm-hmm. while her sisters are trying to help her in the waking world. Mm-hmm. And it's very tense. Stakes are high. Stakes are high. Thank God Andrew Shido is hot on the tail. He's realized that there's some sort of conspiracy. So even if the guy mm-hmm. is in a wheelchair, like, he could be the killer. So they're trying. They they go. He's he's still down. And Andy's trying to wake him up. So if Andy's able to wake him up, then he'll save Prue from being killed. But at the same time, like, the guy is in the dream with Prue. 
And the sisters are there, thank God. And they realize that there's no way to help Prue at that moment in time because they don't know how to get to whatever that dream spit plane is. But Piper calmly mm-hmm. tells her, you are stronger than this. And I have to say that if you are ever the loved one of someone in a bad relationship situation where there's any type of mm-hmm. like, you know, verbal abuse, you know, stand by your relative and give them the strength and the knowledge that they have the power to fight back. Because mm-hmm. um, this moment actually for me was like very triumphant in the whole series. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm tearing up talking about it. Like, you don't have to take abuse from people. Like, it's insane. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it just, it, sometimes we just need to hear it from someone else. Yeah. Because it's hard. We we trick ourselves into these situations or we're manipulated into them by bad mm-hmm. people. We think we have to be in the situation or do what they want or expect. Mm-hmm. And we got to hear it from an outside source. No, you don't have to do this. I I agree with you completely. And in a weird way, I kind of want to give it to the writers to say that they do have an uplifting moment amongst all the crap that happened on this episode. (laughs) Because when Prue finally believes in herself, she realizes that she still has her magical powers in her dreams. Yeah. Thank goodness, too. Oh, my God. Like, I was beside myself because he gets her to, like, the cliff again. He's about to push her off. And she's like... Allow me. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, is, is incredibly triumphant. I love that moment. Uh, and I'm just like, it's like every, but it's very Lifetime because there's, I mean, for the, the Lifetime movies where they actually do end up like killing the husband, boyfriend, stalker. Mm-hmm. Like there's that moment where she's like, screw you, man. Bah! And then like mm-hmm. she kills him, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then the police usually arrive right after and they're like, we can't believe you went through that. We're so sorry. We didn't believe you. Like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, they always arrive too late, but the guy's dead. Thank God. Because <laughs> um, um, if the police got him, he would have gotten away with it. Yeah. I, but you know what's really funny, though, is that when she she throws him off the dream building and you see him falling and he starts screaming and his skin yeah. goes from, like, really smooth to, like, bruised you know like i mean like you can see like the the blood underneath his skin. it's, it's like mm-hmm. a, a really weird moment like <laughs> the special effects people must have had a day doing that one <laughs> it was a good time i'm sure but i mean hey anything to make him look as ugly as he is oh thank god on the inside yeah i applaud any series that kills their abusive abusers like painfully um, mm-hmm. I mean, oh God, I guess I do want them to be, um, fixed. I don't, that's the wrong word. Reformed. Mm. Like, I hope that people that are like right. this. Like redeemed somehow. Not redeemed. Like, I don't, you, I don't want to redeem them. Or, yeah. N- not, not redeemed, but it's like they learn their lesson and they change for the better. Like forever. Like yeah. they protect people now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I wish for that, but I also am glad that he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm petty. I don't know if he was going to learn. Yeah, I don't think he was going to learn. And and I'm petty. I'm like, if you kill a per, if you abuse a person, something bad should happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the power of three. look at everything. He, look at everything he did to prove. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh my God. From the back scratches alone. No, just from the from the from like 
coming and invading someone while they're taking a bath. Like that is a personal, ugh, gross. Anyway, he's dead. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. He's dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then, thank God, he's vanquished. The sisters are happy. Their sister's safe. And you do. Oh, this is when Andy's partner, Warren, what is his name? Warren? Daryl. Darren? No, Daryl. It's Daryl. Daryl's like, I'm never going to doubt you again, Andy, which lasts for like five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then apparently Prue has time to like recover in the hospital um, Mm -hmm. for like, I don't know, a week or something after crashing a car. Very, very strange. Um, (laughs) I mean, she probably like broke bones. I don't understand, but... um, Thank God for airbags, people. Um, it's unclear. Yeah, unclear. Very unclear how long she's in the hospital for. But a, a really funny moment happens at the end of the episode because Andy comes in. Um, again, like, they're hanging out for, like, two seconds and Andy appears out of nowhere because he's he doesn't have stalker mm-hmm. tendencies. Um, and he's bringing her her favorite, which are, like, cheeseburgers and fries. And I was like... Little gift. I was like, yeah, every, like, skinny, attractive woman is addicted to cheeseburgers and fries. <laughs> Yeah, she's just a real girl. Like, she's skinny and beautiful, but mm, she likes burgers. She's a real girl. Yeah, and I I don't want to say that this is... This is not like an either-or situation. I'm not saying that women can't like cheeseburgers and fries. And I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that every beautiful woman can't eat them. I'm just saying that on a TV show where these women are, you know probably putting a lot of work outside to look like what they look like on TV. They're then putting this like unrealistic expectation that they also eat like really, you know, fatty foods that we know from like all the research, like (laughs) don't allow you to look that way in the long term, Uh unless you eat it like very sparingly. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why it's such a, like a, a gift from Andy because and such a surprise because it's like, oh, it is my favorite, but I never have Facts. it. <laughs> so thank you for bringing it to me. Oh in the my hospital. god, I feel like these days you'd be like, I'm a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the vegans, I love you. I was vegan once, um, mm-hmm. but um, it didn't last. I'm a flexitarian now. I do what I want. Um, yeah, but. Um, no, I mean, I just, I was just like, I laughed at this moment. I was like, this is like giving people, I mean, it's like triggering because it's like, okay, let's just say that like, in general, just eat what you want, but like, don't, <laughs> you don't have to eat a cheeseburger to prove a point. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that was like a cute little humanizing moment, yeah. I guess. But it made her smile. It gave gave her I a proof smile. Oh, God. Anyway, so that... That's that. Dream, dream, dreamer, dream, dream sorcerer killed. But um, a fun, fun fact um, to put him in a nicer light because I mean, I'm, I'm sure once he played this, it was, it was a little hard to book like a normal role because it was gross. Because um, there's no <laughs> moment in this whole episode where he's not creepy. Like from step one, he has the creepy voice. He says the creepy things. Like everything is kind of like one note. Yeah. Um, but this actor's name is Matt Schultz, and Matt. Nowadays, um, is beefier, much beefier, and oh. he went on to be in the Fast and the Furious and Blade well, Two. So okay. he really, I'm, I'm sending you some photos now, just so you got the the scoop. Oh, cool. Um, he looks 
a lot less creepy. Thank God. And he worked out. You know, he's like really scrawny um, on this. And and he, Mm -hmm. you know, he looks he looks kind of sexy at the end of the day. Yeah, he got beef. And I'm attracted to the Fast and the Furious version because I didn't even recognize him. I've watched maybe two of the movies. Um, And I'm attracted to that Mm -hmm. version, not the sketchy version. Okay? (laughs) Like, yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah, he looks. Yeah, you have me in cars and you're kind of like fighting against like an ambiguous person that tells you not to drive fast cars. Like that's sexy. <laughs> the stalker thing, not so much. I'm not. I'm not into mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna have nightmares. No, I don't like that. I don't want you to yeah. assault me <laughs> in my dream. But you can drive me around in your like fast car yeah. if, like, if you With want. All those tattoos. It's, uh, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a look. <laughs> Mind you, this is all hypothetical. I usually don't date anyone that looks at it remotely at all like this. Um, but I'd like to try sometime. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, I, guys, that's it. I mean, lesson learned. Yeah, no, that was great. I mean, this was kind of magical, but a less magical foe than they've normally had. But you know what? They beat him anyway. They beat him nonetheless. And actually, it's true. They they do have a couple of times where the... The evil people do magical things, but they're human, and the charmed ones kill them anyway. And yeah, I'm okay with that. Right? Because, hey, I mean, you're being bad. <laughs> you're doing evil things, evil things to magical people. You're probably going to die. Oh, yeah. And you know what's really funny? Because a couple episodes later, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Piper's or one of them gets a little, I think it's Piper. Piper always has the conscience. Mm-hmm. She's like, we can't kill him. Like he's an innocent or whatever. Or like, he's like, right. a, he's the human being. Um, and um, Prue ends up killing him anyway. Um, <laughs> or like Prue wants to kill him. And Prue shows no sign of any restraint about killing this guy um, <laughs> here. <laughs> so one of the sisters is kind of a killer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I guess she went through more than anybody else did with him, but mm-hmm. it does feel a little bit like a little bit of a lack of restraint. But yeah, I don't know. Kill or be killed, I suppose. Yeah. Moral of the story, kill or be killed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Wow, Nick. Wow. Hey, everybody. Remember to get enough sleep and guys... No means no the first time. Don't pursue it. No means no. Don't pursue it. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think that we did go to some dark places, but I think we we found some light, you know? I think so. I mean, parts of it were really fun. Some of it backfired. A lot of it was really, really dark. But you know what? Our gals made it through again. I know. I mean, they're killers, but they... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they conquer all, which is good. <laughs> good. We live, we laugh, we learn. We do. We do. And um, I'm definitely going to leave my door unlocked tonight mm-hmm. and uh, make sure that my sister wakes me up in the morning or maybe yeah. in the middle of the night if I have a nightmare. In case you're being murdered in your sleep by a dream sorcerer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I'm like this, this, this episode will still not make me accept a drink from a stranger who I think is weird. Oh, no. And you should never have to. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you attack me, I may push you off the building because I saw it on drop. <laughs> yeah. <kidding. laughs> I have been influenced. Yeah. In the right way, not the wrong way. <laughs> All right. Great. So we'll see you next week. Yeah, Thanks thank for you listening. so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.